Where does the sheep go for a haircut? I don't know. To the Baba shop. <laughs> You're so funny because you laugh at your jokes every time. <laughs>
I think I could be a better, nicer person, but mm -hmm. life just has really gave me a bitter taste in my mouth. I'd have a bitter meal. You think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is ironic. It's like life gave me a bitter taste in my mouth and now because of it making me a better person, I get a bitter meal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Circle of life. Um, yeah. I think it depends on the day for me. I think I have days where I'm like a pretty decent person to people, probably more nice than I should be. I am now just because I have, I have to be, you know, I have yeah. to watch everything I do because of my actual career, you know? But. Right, right. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I think, how would your guys' meal be? Would you have a good meal? Would you have a bad meal? Are you a good person or are you a shitty person? <laughs> Serve you a plate full of shit. Yeah, because it's like karma is like what you do comes back around. So not necessarily who you are, which I guess what you do is who you are, but... You know, are you nice to people? Yeah, are you... Well, I try to be as nice as I can to their face. <laughs> I think you have such a hard time uh, hiding your disdain for people, though. So do you. Yeah, no, not... I was, we I'm have not, that look, you know. Yeah, right, like when we're happy, unhappy. But, um, yeah, we don't... We have a hard time hiding it, that's for sure. So, speaking of having a hard time hiding things, there's people coming. I hope they stay down there. Um... And they're not going to. Um, just a second. So rude. Other people just think they can come to the coffee shop when we're having a podcast. And Anyway, so we're back. Um, so my next... I was going to move on to the next topic, which kind of tied into the last topic of how you deal with people, or we deal with people, or whatever. Um, and my question is, which I kind of know the answer for us, but for anybody out there who wants to take part in the conversation... Should you feel obligated to keep people in your life just because they're your family or extended family, uh, uh, regardless if they're, like, as close as a parent or a sibling, and as far as a cousin or whatever, or in-laws, you know? Should you have to deal with well, having in-laws in your life? Which that's... it. You know my feeling on that. I think there's certain... It depends on who the relative is. If it's your relative, your spouse's relative, if it's like a, a second or third cousin of yours or theirs or if it's a brother sister mother I think you have to be civil like there's plenty of times where I've wanted to say what I think to people that I don't because what's the point it's just going to create tension and conflict and yeah not only with them and the family and anytime you're at a function but then with your spouse as well yeah and um the reason I asked this is because this week, well, you know, the last few years, but this week in particular, um, I've had a bit of, um, not a burning of the bridge because you can't really, when it comes to family, when it comes to family, the thing about it with it being so much touchier than a friend or, you know, whatever is when you have an issue with a friend and you decide I'm done, I'm cutting you off, they're done. When it's family, so many other people are involved. So it makes it a lot more difficult to be able to be like well fuck you I don't like you you're a shitty person you're not gonna be a part of my life but then it's like oh you know so I have um, you're alienating not only that person but that family because right. it's gonna are they gonna and this is and we're gonna find this out exactly how, how it goes the next event gonna go right and then I think it can get as dirty as like family members picking sides and blah blah blah, blah and um, it's really touchy. It's really t it's a really tough thing because you don't want to keep a shitty person in your life. But then on the other side, so for me, I have a, a 
family member and without giving away too much detail because who knows how popular we're going to become but um I have a family member whose spouse I don't like them I just think they're really a not a good person and I'm not the only one in the family that feels this way and this week it kind of came not to a head in like a dramatic way but it was just the passive aggressive feelings were uh, finally put into words I don't like you you don't like me let's not be let's not pretend here anymore we can be adults but then it's going to come to the point where is this going to start to cause a, a tear is it more than escalate? it already is right it going is it going to escalate you know? is the is my actual family member not the the spouse are they going to feel like they have to choose which i think you already feel that whenever uh, whenever you're whenever there's a person that's not liked whenever you some your family doesn't like your spouse it's already felt you know mm-hmm. like you can only pretend so much yeah. um my uh answer to that is no you don't you should not feel obligated to keep anybody in your life if they're not good for you no i agree and i deal with that with my spouse because i have a family member who we we can be civil we don't interact at functions the rare times that we are together but it's just because we just don't have a use for each other for whatever reason i think we i think a lot of it was a personality conflict because when you clearly just don't like how somebody is Honestly, I don't even, I couldn't even, it's been so long and it was because of treatment of other family members and what I'll say about that is it wasn't even, and that's the other thing, the more people get involved, the worse the situation becomes becomes. that it doesn't need to be like that, that thing there wasn't even a situation until certain people stepped in and was like oh let's blow this out of proportion and make it more than what it is right it is what it is I and that's people don't like it whenever you stand up and finally say you're not good for me in my life I have no use for you and let's not do this anymore let's not pretend to like each other just because we have the same bloodline like right and then other people look at you like wow you cut your family off it's like no I cut off a toxic person who isn't benefiting me right you know and just because we're family and I'm doesn't not mean saying we can't get a, can't be civil when we have to be together but right why pretend like we like each other right it's what exhausting. are we gonna sit around and you know uh, right I mean I don't care to tell this person anything about my life and myself and and there's nothing wrong with that though like you know? why is this so taboo to not have people in your life just because they're your family or whatever like yes it's difficult it people if you're a decent person people should know like it wasn't this thing you took lightly to just not have this person in your life like you just don't want that you know what decision you're making you're not doing it just to be a bitch you don't want that person in your life they're not the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again and expecting different results and when you have experienced this the same results every time if you keep going into it like there's going to be a different result, that drives you insane. Yeah. Don't do it. I think you know? this pressure with family kind of starts the base a little bit of why people hold on to friendships as long as they do. Because you're taught you don't, that's your sibling. You don't just, you know, you got to forgive each other and still be family, like still love each other. So you have this instilled in your brain, like, well, I've got to keep my family in my life. You, but I think like certain things with siblings, I think that's a little bit different level. I think you don't have to love each other like, oh, we're best friends. But I think for siblings, because that's hard for the parents. Yeah. Because you love them both. Mm-hmm. Like, I worked one time um, in a dental office, and I had a 
patient who, was it her sister? It was her sister. Her sisters? I don't know, but anyway, one sister killed the other sister. <gasps> wow. And took her baby. Wow. Like, this wasn't something you saw in Lifetime. Oh, no, this was true. So Wow. Yeah, so what does the parent do? The one, the one child you love killed your other child right. you love. Right. You know? I, I can't sit there and try to imagine that from a parent's point of view because I'm not a parent. So, to, I mean, do you visit your murderous daughter in prison that killed your other daughter but then you yeah i mean that's got to be such you as you've essentially lost two children probably at that point i think so but if it but that's that's an extreme example but if you have siblings that don't get along it's very painful for the parent to see one hurt the other or them not yeah right yeah yeah i i think i think from the highest peak of the family pyramid it's the toughest for the parents I think the further down you get it's not you know I have a I have a sibling I haven't spoken to or seen in several years and at this point in my life it doesn't affect me anymore and now if he were my child of course that would affect me it would really but I'm I've made peace with the fact that this is not someone that as far as emotions go I consider my family he's just another person out there who happens to share my bloodline and that's really sad. I'm not saying, and I don't mean to say that and sound cold, but at some point you've just got to know when to kind of close the door, so to speak. I mean, I, I couldn't say if he ever came to me that's and he needed even, something, I wouldn't be and there that's for even him. A little bit different too, because there's there was there's such a distance now. Like I have siblings that are so much older than me that I wasn't raised with them, mm-hmm. and so my relation, although I'm close to one of them now, but I'll, so my relationship with the ones I did grow up with is a little bit different it's different dynamics so I think for my mother it would have been difficult more difficult for say me and my closest sister that I was raised with say we were constantly in conflict I think that would bother my mother more than say me and my oldest sister sister or yeah. you know yeah as long as we weren't hurting each other yeah you know, that I don't mm-hmm. think it would bother her that we just didn't associate yeah yeah I think I guess the pain more so comes with yeah, like, it, like my, one of my, my brother, who I'm the closest in age to, we really, our relationship, we're fine. I mean, we were really close growing up, and we just have these little patches throughout our lives where it's like, I mean, it is a total shitstorm, and just really horrible things are said to one another, and then we're back to being fine again. But in those hard moments, I mean, that's got it. That has to be tough. As a, our mom, like, seeing us, like, you know, you know my brother saying I mean, he's because seeing one things. child is in so much pain for being treated yeah. like shit by the other child. You want to be mad at that child, but then it's like, I just wish you guys you know, would cut the shit out and love each other. Yeah. <laughs> just don't be so mean. Yeah, you don't have, right. I mean, have to be so cruel. so bad. Which the older you know? the older we've gotten, the be- I guess the better it, it's been so far. Mainly because I don't indulge in it, and I think that's part of it too. But circling back around to the whole cutting, I mean, yeah, if I were to, I'm not gonna just. I probably put up with more from my siblings than I would from a friend. I'm not just going to cut my closer brothers, not my distant sibling, but my closer brothers. I'm not just going to cut them off and not be a part of their lives, even if they're dickheads, or they're not going to do the same to me. But as far, if you have a family member, if you have an in-law, if your husband's sister is a bitch to you, if you, you know, if you have... Your husband's wife? Or your... 
your husband's sister. Yeah, yeah like your sister-in-law. Or your sister's or, husband. <laughs> yeah, or your sibling's spouse is, you know, shitty. I mean, yeah, when it comes time to holidays, look out for that podcast because I'm not sure how it goes once you cut them all. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't, I just don't feel, I, we talked about this a, a couple weeks ago or maybe a month ago about how much better you feel when you pull the cord on people. Like you had that person that was on your Facebook and it was like, you really didn't like that person at all. It was like, there was like a common community there. So you felt like I should keep that person in, on my Facebook. And then when you cut her off, it was like, I feel so much better not having to mm-hmm. see her shit anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And you do it. Like you'll notice if you go through your Facebook and you start deleting people, especially as older generations where like, well, I'm 29 and I remember when Facebook came out. So it was all about just like how it's all about the likes. Now it's all about how many friends you can get on Facebook. I had 800, 900 friends at one point, which is nothing nowadays, but that was so excessive. And when I went through and started deleting a bunch of people, I felt so much better. Not only that, but you don't stop and think about how much you're exposing your personal life out there by letting everybody in in your life yeah. in your little bubble and for one there's yeah. several reasons why you shouldn't do that number one it's dangerous right because then whoever i mean it's not just your 800 friends it's their 800 friends right and their 800 friends and this is a unfortunately a sick unsafe world that we live in so then not only are you exposing yourself dangerously but personally you are because dangerous in your personal relationships because there's some awful people out there that really would just like to see you fail and if they have access to your life a little key to even a window they're gonna they could do some damage so it's better to just cut them off and then on top of that it, i think we talked about this our first or second podcast it just makes you feel like shit comparing yourself to other people. So if you're not feeling good when you see them on your feed, delete them. Now, I it's a little bit difficult because you don't want to delete everybody. I mean, I would really be left with a couple family members, my mom, my boyfriend, and my brothers, and then that's it. And it's like, damn, that's a boring Facebook. You have Maybe to I wouldn't about, be online so much, you though. Have to, <laughs> you have to think about your levels of, okay, so people you were close with in high school, that's mm-hmm. probably okay. Yeah. Uh, people you recently went to college with, that's probably okay. Yeah. People I you... don't mix work with my Facebook. I don't either. I just think that's a terrible I idea. I don't either. My brother lost a job over Facebook, and yeah. I feel like that's total bullshit, but that's the case. People nowadays, these bosses, these companies are going to your social media. That's why I have to, was saying I have to watch because I, I was more than given the feeling that watch what you're doing on social media because we're watching now yeah not that you they could see anything i specifically post but if you i just po- don't know to your friends because yeah. we just said it's a you big just reach don't know and so i can't be on there saying how i feel about politics or if i'm having a bad day and mm-hmm. say cuss words or if i'm at the bar just having a cocktail because of my right be careful of my image mm-hmm. or what the hell ever you can't be yourself and then, not only that, but the minute you say something and people get pissed off because, uh, especially in this era of this political crap that's going on, the first thing they do is want to go and start nosing into your Facebook and say, oh, well, you know, uh, I see, you know, you have room to talk because you have this or you've done this or, you, you know, they're getting into your personal yeah. stuff just to give a jab, yeah. you know. Like we, um, well, we mentioned our first podcast that we came up with a Untastefully Candid because we do have a Tastefully Candid page that we run. You can find us on Facebook and our website's still in the making. Um, and we just review restaurants basically is what we do. And it's just fun. And it's for local people primarily. We do, we have gone out of town a couple times, but it's just to give people an idea of how places are because 
it really does suck to blow your money, blah, 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 whatever. You can find out more online if you want to go look into that. But we did have a run-in with, we had an overnight, like, uh, post go viral. It was, you know, controversial. It was about uh, gun, no gun signs and whatnot, and you can look into that if you want to. But from that, I feel like we brought in a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of back and forth on that post. We had a lot of shares, a lot of you, and you're going to a controversial things, but we had one woman in particular who ended up... Later on. Later on, yeah. And we, I think now she was probably tied to the business owner of that page because that business did close down. I'm not saying it was because of us. It was probably just due to a lot of things they were doing wrong. But she came after us, like, no, like saying our... Um, not our names, but specifically where one of our previous jobs were, and you should watch yourself, just undertone threats of, and it's so crazy, like, okay, we're doing something as harmless as reviewing food, and now you're threatening to get us fired from our jobs. That's part of the reason we don't give a lot of our, our information about, which I guess following our food review page, you can kind of narrow down what state and what region we're in, but we will not ever give names of, like, our family members, our spouses. Uh, we try not to say our own name. I'm not going to say our name on this specific uh, platform either, but it's crazy that you have to be like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just so scary that there are so many unstable people. Yeah, unstable know? people. And that's unfortunate because life can be so much fun and great, but there's just so many just things that could go wrong and do go wrong yeah you know every day i mean you can't even go jogging without getting kidnapped and killed Mm -hmm. and you know it's just it's a sad sad world we live in and not there hasn't always been problems but you know people aren't as afraid to be their nutty ass selves that they are now like people are becoming more and more and i don't know if something has changed i mean something has changed I don't know where it changed, but when I was growing up, we played outside all day, every day, and we could walk to parks, and we can come home when it was dark. We didn't have to worry about getting kidnapped and killed and sex trafficked, and, you know, it's just evolved over the years and generations, and I think a lot of it is social media. A lot of it is the way society in general has changed. It's got to be, because nothing, I mean, people are people, and people have been people since the beginning of time, Yeah, you know? So, um, let me see here. It looks like we're probably, well, no, uh, yeah, we're about almost out of time actually. Um, but I guess if there's, if there's anything you've learned from the podcast, it's, uh, watch how you treat people in case you ever stop by a restaurant called karma, um, (laughs) (laughs) treat people, uh, with the same quality you want your meal to be. And, um, Make your your social medias as lock them down. Make them private. Don't keep anything open. Not your Instagram, um, not your Facebooks. If your parents, you should already know to be you know keeping an eye on your kids' social medias and whatnot. It's a really it's really really crazy what uh, kids are getting involved in these days. It's really scary and it's really I mean it's mind blowing. What you think your child is not doing, they probably are because they're so much more desensitized than I was, and even so, how you were. Well, and I think that's because of the access you know because of technology Mm -hmm. i agree it's it's great but it's also had its horrible after effects yeah i definitely agree with that and um uh yeah lock down your and then also don't let people treat you like crap don't treat their relatives and let go ahead and get those toxic people out of your life but but you can do it in a in a way to where you're not you know hopefully ruining your 
relationships with the people that you don't want to cut out of your life. You do. And yeah, we're not saying like, oh, go on Facebook and start fucking delete your grandma, delete your sister-in-law. Like, don't start doing that. Um, really give it some thought. I'm not saying do this with a, you know, a light-handed wave of fuck everybody, even though that might sound good because they're stressing you out. Really think about this because I, I thought I wanted to respond to this person right then and there whenever the, everything started happening. But then it was like, let me stop and think about this and handle this as an adult because like an adult should because this isn't just going to be between me and this person. It's me and this person and now my actual family member that, sh- that they're married to and everybody else that's within that circle too. You know, so your decisions, your decisions will impact other people, but you should put your happiness first. I think, and I think you should always stop and think before reacting you know it's easy to get on there and just start typing away and saying exactly what you think and how you feel no there's two things about that number one it could be taken totally out of context because you can't read tone or emotion in in texts or emails but if you calmly think about it rationally think about it then you can say it in a way where it's not going to position you in a bad situation overall i mean how can they argue with truth yeah so well um yeah so i think that's i think this was pretty good sorry if we didn't give you any dating advice but i thought this was it was a good change of pace and it was still it really these are still i mean important relationships in your life and uh, I'm having a hard time concentrating because people are in this room now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we have to be um, nice because we don't want to eat, yeah. eat a plate of shit for such a night. Right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and um, we'll try to keep this back on track. Sorry, we skipped last week. Um, I mean, I hate to. I feel like I'm. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, and I don't want to rush. I, I feel like I didn't want to like be so Nazi about the. <laughs> maybe Nazi's not politically correct. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to be so stern. You know, fuck it. I didn't want to be so Nazi about the time because we did miss last week. And for those, those six of you out there that give a shit about this podcast, we wanted to give you a little bit more this week. Which we're unsure know. if there's really six of you or you know that we've each looked or at it three times. Us. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. But, um, yeah, so I guess I don't want to stumble over my words. I had something I want to say, but I'm really, it's fine. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And I hopefully we'll talk to you next week. All righty. You have a great week ahead of you and enjoy this fall weather. Or wherever you are. <laughs> However the weather is, wherever you are. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>